1: Hello, everyone.
2: Welcome to the latest betting edition of the Baseball Insiders. It is myself, Ian McMillan at Ian Mac joined by Peter Dewey at Peter Dewey Two. We're going to be talking the Rays and Mets series. Uh, we're going to give our quick series preview and then our best bet for all three games. Uh, if you missed yesterday's episode uh, with Adam and Robert, you can check that out. They talked uh, MLB trade line, the early ongoings of that. Obviously, still a couple months away, uh, but talked about some potential uh players that could be moved there uh and they will also be back live at 3 30 p.m eastern on thursday as well so if you are watching this on youtube give us a like give us a, a subscribe right now click the notifications button so you know when we go live this is i think what the fourth edition of the betting version of this peter we talked uh jays yankees the first time mets braves and we talked last time brewers and dodgers dodgers you know how your bets did in that series?
3: I did. I hit a uh, game one. I hit the Brewers money line and game three. I hit Dodgers money line, had the over in game two uh, over nine It finished eight to two or six to two. So uh, missed that one, but I'll take a two out of three in that series for sure.
2: I keep meaning to go back and look at our records for these picks. Uh, I think we are. I think we're profitable though. I think we're doing well. Um, I will try to remember to do that uh, before the next time that we do this, but we got a, we got a midweek series here. Um, between uh, a little interleague matchup, uh, we've got uh, the Mets from the NL, the Rays from the AL, the best team in Major League Baseball right now, the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, a three game series. Now, unfortunately, in this scenario, we only have odds for today's game, Tuesday's game. The Rays have, have not announced a starter for tomorrow's game. And we don't have odds for Thursday's game either, but we are still going to make picks for it. We generally know probably who's going to be favored and around what the total will be set up. So we can still make picks for it. Um, But let's uh, have a quick series preview here. Uh, Peter, why don't you quickly talk about the Rays? I will say I'll cover the Mets because uh, I've brought this up before. Mets are my National League team. Uh, I got to wear my Mets hoodie and my fake uh, Mets hat. That is uncomfortable every time that we talk about the Mets. So I'll cover the Mets. You, you give us what's uh, what's going on with the Rays right now.
3: Yeah, as you said, Ray's best record in baseball been off to a great start, but they do have a little bit of concern in the rotation. It's why we don't have a starter for game two. Jeffrey Springs is going to undergo Tommy John surgery, and Drew Rasmussen, who's been one of their better young pitchers, uh, he was placed on the 60-day aisle immediately after his start against the Yankees where he threw seven scoreless with a flexor strain. He might also need Tommy John. So two guys that they were really counting on and were both having great starts this season. Done for the year. So that I think is a, a huge blow. I think just as over the course of the season, like when you don't have the top line pitching like you're relying on either whether it's prospects or in the Rays case, they love to use openers. It's it's a little bit more volatile than when you have those top guys. Um, uh, but they still are, you know, one of the best teams in baseball, regardless of if those guys are playing. And obviously they have the best record at this point. I believe they're still first in baseball and OPS. So um still in a good spot but those injuries could catch up to them by the end of the season
2: yeah the Rays historically uh have always done better than people expect them to preseason usually it's based on strong pitching but their offense this year the best offense in baseball through the first month and a half uh which has been uh, the surprising part about the Rays this time around uh the mets not so hot so far this season 20 and 22 heading into the series uh fourth in the nl east not good Not good at all. And it's mainly because of their offense. Uh, Offense has been terrible. 19th and OPS, 23rd and runs scored. Um, And their pitching um, has fallen off a little bit. Justin Verlander has been back. He will uh, actually pitch tonight's game. Uh, He gave up, wasn't it back-to-back home runs in his first start? He did recover. The Mets, I believe, went on to win that game. Uh, Max Scherzer has not been good. We knew some regression was going to come from him eventually, just with his age. Uh, And through his first six starts, obviously only six starts, still pretty early here into his season, but a 4.88 ERA, 5.66 FIP. Not good for Max Scherzer. Like I said, still early, and it doesn't look like uh, we likely won't see him in this series, so uh, they don't need to worry about that too much here in this series. Uh, But it will be interesting to see what Justin Verlander brings in his second start uh, since returning from uh, injury where he missed the first month-plus of the season. Uh, Some quick futures odds for these two teams – Rays already near locks to make the MLB postseason minus sixteen hundred. So if you're not a better, that means you got to bet sixteen hundred dollars on the Rays to win one hundred dollars for them to make the MLB playoffs. Not a bet I would recommend making. Mets still favor despite, despite their slow start minus one sixty five to make the playoffs. When you look at World Series odds, the Rays uh, six to one is that the betting favorite now, Peter
3: no they're third I yes believe. it is
2: the braves oh. it is the dodgers and then the rays the rays are the favorites out of the al teams but two nl teams are above them uh the mets they have fallen off i think they're around 10 to 1 to start the year somewhere around that down to 16 to 1 now to win the world series um and let's take a look at some divisional odds here the rays favorites minus 160 to win the al east i do not like that It's way too early in a season to make a team a minus 160 favorite in my opinion Um, And the Mets have fallen still number two, but Braves minus 450 favorites, massive favorites, the biggest (laughs) divisional favorite in Major League Baseball right now uh, to win the NL East. Mets still second at 7 to 1, Phillies 8 to 1, Marlins 30 to 1, and the Nationals 400 to 1. Don't waste (laughs) your money betting on that. We also have uh, series odds, odds to win this series between the Rays and the Mets This one is surprising to me, Peter. Interested to hear your thoughts on this before we dive into game by game. Mets are actually minus 130 favorites to win this series against the best team in baseball. Maybe a little bit of a momentum changer for the Mets if they can manage to do just that. Uh, It is a three-game series, so there will be a winner. There will be no tie in this situation. One of the two teams will win at least two games. What do you think about that with the Mets being favorites to win this
1: series?
3: Yeah, I actually kind of agree with it just based on – and we'll talk about it with all three of these games – based on who the Rays are going to have on the mound. We just don't really know uh, how consistent some of these openers are going to be. They're going to have to rely heavily on their bullpen in this series. And they do have Verlander going game one. He's only allowed three runs in his two starts so far this season. So um, I think if you're the Mets, if they win tonight, they're going to be in a great spot. If they lose tonight, uh, those odds will definitely flip in favor of the Rays. But – um I can see it. I think that this is a spot where the Mets, you know, pick up two wins that'll. It's going to feel like big wins too, um, if they can do it. And you know, they've been off to a slow start, but they're still only six games out in the division. It's very, very much alive there. So um, I don't mind it. I think they're they're going to be able to turn it.
2: Around. Yes, and I appreciate you correcting me because I did. Justin Verliner has that two starts. I think I said one start, and I think I melded the two starts uh, into one game in my head because they actually did lose. His first start when he gave up back-to-back home runs in the first inning, Uh, the Mets got zero runs that entire game, lost two nothings. Those were the two deciding runs right in the very first inning. Uh, And then he did uh, have a better start in his second time out against the Reds. Seven innings pitched, two hits, two one earned run, uh, and the Mets won two to one. So in either game, they actually gave him very little run support. One-on-one, though. Uh, Not exactly playing or pitching against uh, strong uh, opponents, though, in his first two starts. Um, So we'll see how that goes tonight. Let's get into tonight. Game one of the series between the Mets and the Rays uh, starts at 7, 10 p.m. Eastern. Jalen Beeks is going for the Tampa Bay Rays to face Verlander. The Mets are favorites minus 155, meaning you have to bet one hundred and fifty five dollars on the Mets to win one hundred dollars or fifteen dollars and fifty cents to win ten dollars. Uh, the Rays coming in at plus plus one thirty five underdogs. The total set in at eight and a half. Pretty high total in my mind with uh, Verlander pitching and with how bad this Mets offense has been. Uh, but Peter, where do you go here for this uh, for game one Tuesday night?
3: Yeah, I agree with you. Pretty high total. I'm going to take the under here. Um, I know he hasn't faced tough competition, but Verlander has looked very good through his first two starts. Only seven hits, three earned runs um, across those two outings. And, you look at this Rays team, they're top six in the league in bullpen ERA. They are actually clocking at six. So Jalen Beeks is going to be an opener here. He's had three starts so far this season where he's been uh, the opener and a bunch of relief appearances as well. In those three spots as an opener, seven innings, one earned run. So he's doing his job when he's starting these games. Um, And then obviously he's going to turn it over to a great bullpen. And I think – The concern for the Rays maybe going on in this series, if they do end up going opener, 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 we obviously don't know the starter yet for game two, is that the bullpen is going to be taxed eventually by the time you get to that third game. But in the first game, not as much. So I think uh, this is a spot where we're going to see a good pitching performance on both sides. As we mentioned, the Mets have really struggled on offense, 23rd and run scored. Um, so far this season and you look at both games Verlander started, they only scored five combined runs between the two teams in those games. Yeah. So way under in both of those games. I'm going to go under here with a at eight and a half. I would have probably set it at seven and a half, to be honest.
2: Yeah, if I was betting on the total, I'd go under. But I personally just can't resist betting on the best team in baseball as a plus 135 underdog. I don't care who's starting for them. So I'm going to take the raise as underdogs here in this spot. And maybe I'm getting scared because of the way Max Scherzer has regressed through his first six starts. But I'm not completely... Convinced that Justin Verlander is going to put up the same type of numbers that he did last year when he won the Cy Young Award. Once again, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just thinking of those two dingers that he gave up at the start of the game against the Tigers, but he faced the Tigers and the Reds in his first two starts. Yeah, he recovered against the Tigers and he had a great game against the Reds, but now he has to face on, uh, face against uh, arguably the best offense in baseball, a team that's leading in OPS, I believe second run scored in the Rays. So even just based on offense alone, um, we're talking about a team that is arguably the best in baseball against a team that's in the bottom half, if not bottom 10 and most offensive categories in the Mets. Uh, I do think the Mets at some point, I mean, I think they're more talented than what their numbers have shown. I think we will see some positive regression from them maybe in the next couple of games. Uh, but I'm just looking at the team with the best record in baseball. I'm seeing them plus plus one thirty five hundred our dogs against a team that has struggled this season, especially offensively. And I like your point, Peter, as well, that with, the uh, with Beaks being an opener, um, that might cause some bullpen fatigue issues down the road and maybe games two and game three. But in game one, uh, especially against Verlander, they're going to want to put out their top options out there uh, to keep pace with Verlander. So I, I'm going to take a shot at the on the Rays as underdogs. I, I'm sitting here in my Mets sweater and Mets hat. I got to bet against him, mm-hmm. though. I can't just... Let's not overthink this. It's the best team of baseball, plus 135 underdogs. Now if it was like a pick-em, minus one ten 110 apiece, sure, I can make an argument the other way. But I think Verlander's being a little bit – I think the Mets are being a little bit overvalued because Verlander is starting. Um, hey, we could see another situation. Verlander gives up only two runs and still uh, exactly forward. lose the game like they did, it did against the Tigers. So pitching isn't everything. I generally just kind of like to fade. The top big name pitchers in Major League Baseball, because I think betting odds overvalue them. So I will take the Rays plus one thirty five underdogs in Game One.
3: Don't mind it. Don't mind. It. All right. Mind
2: now, it. usually for Game Two, we usually have odds for it uh, when we do the show. We don't in this case because the Rays uh, have not announced their starter. Uh, most likely, it's going to be another bullpen opener type of situation. We're assuming, um, but the Mets have at least announced their starter is code I Senga did I mispronounce that I think that's right I, I think, think I at least got said. it close enough uh so because the Rays have not announced a starter we have no odds for this game we don't have a money line don't have a don't have a total I would guess the Rays are probably going to be slight favorites in this one still on the road obviously they don't have to take on Justin Verlander in this one so I'm going to guess Rays would be around minus 130 ish minus 135 ish I'd guess the total is going to hover right around the same, probably eight and a half um, in this one as well. So, Peter, based as long as you agree with where those odds probably are going to yeah. be, uh, which way would you side in this one?
3: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I'm i going to take the raise on the money line here. I'm, this is, a, like I said, it's a little bit of a dart throw because you don't know the pitcher. I think if they don't use Yanni Chirinos tonight after Jalen Beaks, then he might be the opener tomorrow, but they could use him tonight and then he wouldn't pitch tomorrow. So it's going to be, he's been one of those guys that they've kind of thrown in there, but we really don't know. Um, They could also make a move and call up a prospect. So I think that kind of have to factor that in, Um, but I still like the raise here. And the big reason why um, is I just don't think Senga, this is a good matchup for him. He has walked. 23 batters mm. in his 7 starts so far this season. He ranks in the 10th percentile in walk percentage. Now you're facing the best offensive baseball, number 1 in OPS and you're going to give them free base runners. Don't like that at all. Um Senga has got a 4.14 ERA, 4.95 FIP, 3 starts so far out of his 7 with at least 4 runs allowed, 39th percentile in expected ERA. I just don't think you can get away with that against this Rays offense, no matter who they have on the mound. And we've talked, we talked about it like depending upon how this game one goes, like they have the sixth best bullpen in baseball, the Rays. So if maybe they win big tonight, they don't have to use their big arms. Maybe they lose tonight, they don't have to use their big arms. But it's I wouldn't just count out the bullpen just because it would be back-to-back bullpen games, even though there could be some fatigue there. So I like them to win this game. I think even uh, with no matter who they have on the mound, I don't think they're going to be at a massive pitching disadvantage. Um, And they definitely have the offensive advantage. So I'll take them to win.
2: All right. uh, I'm going to be going on the total in this one. I'm going to go over. I think there are obviously at least a little bit of be, be some bullpen fatigue, at least a tiny bit. You have to think there's at least going to be a little bit. And I'm not sold on Senga either. I agree with all the points that you made. The other thing that I would add with him is that he has not faced a top tier offense. Yet at all. Mm -hmm. And he has seven starts and his numbers are not impressive. 414 ERA, 495 FIP. But yet he's played the Marlins twice, the Oakland Athletics, the San Francisco Giants, the Washington Nationals, the Colorado Rockies at home. So it wasn't at Coors Field. And then the Cincinnati Reds. It's like not, he hasn't played like a top 10 offense, maybe not even a top 15 offense in the majors yet. Now he has to take on arguably the top offense And like I said, his numbers against these subpar, you know, bottom tier offenses already aren't good. Um, So, yeah, I think the Rays are going to have a good game on offense. I think the Mets offense, like I said earlier, I think we are going to see some positive regression from them. They're too talented to keep being a bottom half of the majors uh, offense at some point. Maybe it is in this series, but at some point they're going to get hot. Um, and with this being uh, the Rays being in a weird pitching situation, I think this could be the series their offense turns around a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to guess the total in this game is probably going to be around eight and a half. It's probably going to be the same ish for all three games, maybe even nine. Uh, regardless, I'll take the over in game two on Wednesday night.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day.
2: thursday we've got a matinee matchup on thursday to close out the series uh it is fleming against McGill. we believe obviously things can change between now and thursday so don't uh absolute quote us on that but that uh, looks like that's what the matchup is going to be um yeah afternoon game on thursday close it out could be the series on the line peter what way are you going for game three
3: yeah, so I I jump back and forth between taking a play on the total and taking a game, and I know I said that this is a series the Mets could win, but I'm going to take the Rays to win this one. I noticed earlier you um, said
2: that, and then I saw your yeah. picks were the Rays twice. So,
3: Yeah, so I, I, I do think, like I still, going back to the series, I do think, especially if the Mets win tonight, yes. they could win one of these two games just because we don't know who the Rays, we know Fleming in this game, but he's also kind of like an opener, which I'm, going to talk about in a second so there is some there is a chance the Mets can win two games but I like the raise in this game as well and again it comes down to the pitching matchup um you look at McGill at least three earned runs allowed in four of his last five stars he's 13th percentile in Major League Baseball and expected ERA 14th percentile and expected batting average against 17th percentile walk percentage so very similar to Senga in that aspect and 26th in slugging percentage like The Rays have hit a ton of home runs this year. If you're not going to be able to induce weak contact and you're just going to be giving up a bunch of hits, giving up a bunch of extra base hits, it's going to be a problem against this offense. They are going to capitalize against you. And the kind of the opposite can be said for Fleming. Not sure how long he's going to go here, but you look at some of his game logs this year, he's pitched like five innings at times, six innings at times in relief. So I think he's going to be able to give them some length here. He's a converted – he was started for them previously, so he's kind of a converted starter. I could see him giving him at least four innings here. And if that's the case, Mets are just 21st in Major League Baseball and OPS against lefties, so their offense has been bad this year. It's even worse against left-handed pitching. And Fleming, uh, we talk about talk about inducing weak contact, 92nd percentile in barrel percentage. So people are not barreling him up, uh, even though he's 50th in expected ERA. Like He's not getting knocked around too much. So I think he's the better pitcher here. Um, I don't mind to play maybe on the first five on the raise instead, but I'm just going to go full game money line here. Cause I do trust the raised bullpen. Um, and if Fleming does give them six, maybe that limits some of that bullpen fatigue that we were talking about. So. Give me the raise
2: here. All right, I'm going to go uh, with the same bet. Uh, I guess we both are doing same both same bets for game two and game three because I'm going to take the over again for this one. Rays pitching situation very tough to predict. Uh, this many games out with the injuries they've had, I got to think their bullpen's going to be a little bit of fatigue here. But if even if you just look at the starters, neither have posted good numbers this season. And all, if you look at FIP, if FIP is, is any indication, they actually should be even worse, especially with Miguel who has a 4.02 ERA but a 5.24 FIP. Uh, Fleming drops from a 4.26 ERA to a 4.79 FIPS. So not as big of a difference, but still slightly worse than what his ERA is. Um, And the Rays, another point for the Rays uh, that I haven't brought up yet, the best road offense in Major League Baseball in terms of runs per game. 6.4 road runs per game. Uh, That is 0.4 more per game than what they score at home. It is also 0.29 more than the next best. Uh, road team in the majors which is the texas rangers who are surprisingly having uh, an extremely good year so uh Ray's road offense i think by the third game their bullpen is going to be banged up a little bit i don't like any either of the starting pitchers i'll go with the over in that game as well
3: i like it i i think uh The Mets offense hasn't been good this year, but it also doesn't help that guys like McGill, I know they've had David Peterson up a time like have not pitched well. So they're not even giving their offense a break in some of these games. Like it's just been, and then of course the Verlander starts when he has pitched well, they weren't able to score. So um, the Mets Mets pitching
2: to start the year has been a disaster. Scherzer hasn't been good. Verlander's been hurt up until now. Uh, Jose Quintana was hurt there before the season started. So it's been a disaster for the Mets so far. But... If you trust us only two if you trust number. and if you trust the sports books who have them favored to win this series, could be a momentum changer. You got Verlander back. Mm-hmm. Scherzer starts playing a little bit better, even though he's not going to play the series. Uh things you got lots of time for the Mets to turn things around.
3: Uh there's plenty. So
2: plenty there you plenty. have it. Just to quickly recap our picks. Uh game one. Peter, you're on the under eight and a half, uh, which is tonight, Tuesday night. I'm on the Rays as underdogs, plus 135. Game two on Wednesday, Peter, you're on the Rays. I'm on the over. In game three, a matinee matchup on Thursday. Uh, Peter, you're on the Rays again. I'm on the over again. There you have it. Uh, I got. I do have one really quick question here, Peter, before, before we close this off. I know we're running a little long here, but... Um, How do you feel that Aaron Judge has been proven to be a cheater? Uh, He cheated against my Toronto Blue Jays last night. Any thoughts on the captain of your team, the MVP, the Yankees already stink, and now your best player got caught cheating? Thoughts on that. How long should he be suspended for? How many seasons should the Yankees be uh, kicked (laughs) out of the league for? Your thoughts.
3: I mean, I I don't think he was cheating. I think it was the pitches were being tipped by either Kirk, the catcher, or the pitcher, and somebody in the dugout. My, my guess, um, and I saw that this is what the Jays said that they assumed was happening. My guess is there was something that the pitcher was doing, whether it was with his his motion, with his glove, something, that was telling them what pitch he was going to throw. And somebody in the dugout was confirming it mm. to judge, and he was glancing over to see if he can confirm it. Uh, I didn't play baseball at a very high level. I played in high school. I know we used to do this when pitchers would tip pitches, and we would either be the first base coach of the dugout would have a signal or a voice call out like, when we knew what pitch was coming. Um, so that's kind of what I took it as. I also noticed that in that at bat, he faced five consecutive sliders and the one he hit the home run on was a hanging slider right down the middle. So they could have just been knowing he's going slider again and again and again. Um, but I don't think he was cheating. It was not an Astro scenario. I don't know how much he could have picked up by just glancing over that quickly. So uh, I think it was it was a very simple, simple uh, tipping pitch.
2: Convenient Steve. excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Alec Manoa experience is not going well for the Blue Jays. His slider has been yeah. terrible this year. That was, that's been his go-to pitch in his first two years when he was like a borderline side. Well, last year he was a Cy Young candidate, and now he sucks. Um a lot of time, though. A lot of time. It's Perfect. only May. Um, all right. This has been Baseball Insiders Betting Edition. Uh, we'll be back at some point in the near future to talk uh, another series. Um, probably won't be the Mets for the third time. But thank you so much for <laughs> watching and listening and for watching this on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Uh, like the video. Subscribe to the channel. And Adam and Robert will be back 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Tune in then. Until next time, Gambler bless.